0: Hello, I'm Dr. Lisa Belisle, and you are listening to or watching Radio Maine. Today, I have with me in the studio, artist Brian Emerson. Thanks for joining me today. Good morning, Lisa. Brian, you're a New Englander by background.
1: That's correct, yep.
0: Not technically a Mainer, I guess.
1: I, yeah, I'm sure that's true. <laughs> okay. You're not born here. <laughs>
0: well, I wasn't born here either, so I, I can't claim it, even though I've lived here all my life. Yep. So, um, where are you from?
1: Born in New Hampshire. The only one in my family actually born in New Hampshire. Everybody else is uh, Massachusetts. So we grew up on the former of years in North Shore, Massachusetts, Beverly, Danvers, kind of near Salem, and then um, moved up to Concord, New Hampshire. Back to back, getting back into the woods again. I think that was my dad's doing, kind of get back out of the city a little bit and up to the country, and that's where I did all my high school days. And then um, so that's that puts me at ninety-three. I graduated. Did a little traveling after Seattle area mid-nineties. You got to go to Seattle. But when I got back, that's right, when I moved to Maine.
0: And I, and I hear you moved to Maine because you were chasing somebody uh, to Maine. Yes, Not in a weird uh, way, but there like. There a little pre-story there, yeah, yeah. exactly. So
1: there, there was a, a definitely a cute girl, um, Colleen Barter that was living in mid-coast Maine. So I moved up to Rockland, Maine, to be a little closer to, uh, to, to Colleen and uh, worked at Hoboken Gardens in Camden and, and fell in love with Maine right away. I mean, it's, it's a special place. There's, there's a lot of coastline. There's no coastline quite like Maine.
0: Yeah. New Hampshire has a little bit of coastline. Yeah. yeah it's, it's great. I loved it. I yeah. was there all the time. Yeah, exactly. But up, it's a but little bit smaller. Yeah. Massachusetts has a very different and distinct coastline. Yeah.
1: Cape Cod is... I, we go there every summer, too, and, and love Cape Cod, yeah. too, but...
0: It's gorgeous. Yeah. And But Maine is Maine.
1: It's Maine. It's, yeah. So, you have to experience it.
0: Yes, that's true. And so you're here, and somehow you've connected with, maybe unwittingly, perhaps... Mm-hmm this, um, art family, yeah. the barter family, the barter family. Yeah. Tell me about that.
1: All right. It was, yeah, it was, it was, definitely a very awesome, lucky move, um, up here. Um, I've always been interested in art and done art through my whole life. I, my brother is an artist and you always do what your brother does. It's older, older brothers, at least that's what I did. Um, so I, I, had art in my life and, you know, through high school with, you know, entered competitions and won grants and stuff that I'd never used. But, um, but moving back to Maine and seeing say, Philip Barter and Matt Barter, um, you know Philip making this career out of it, you know, doing it for um, for fun and for, for a life. I was like, definitely, I want I want that, you know. So it was nice to work hand in hand with Phil and other members of the family. Um, I I'm a, probably right away. I think we might have lived with Phil and Priscilla for the first few months of our marriage. They have a big house that rambles on. We lived above the studio and um, he had a project building. Um, I forget what L O Bean or somebody commissioned a bunch of outdoor furniture pieces to be painted up and built. So me and Ruben Barter were building them and Matt and dad were painting them. So I got to really experience that. It was great.
0: And of course, Matt has like, an, an entire sort of magical village of people and things yeah. that he has created, like little physical structures uh, when he, he came in, he brought one with him. And, oh yeah, I'm sure. He's Lobster or something Yeah, like that. exactly. Yeah. But it's like this whole world that he's created.
1: His sketchbooks are just almost scary. Like this, you can just see into his mind of this, you know, madman artist that, uh, and it, he, he pulls it off, you know, he just, his stuff is really awesome. He's out there doing his own thing and, and I, I love it.
0: So, so when you, you know, you, you are a painter, obviously, mm-hmm. but were you ever drawn to do something more like that?
1: With sculptural? Um, that's a good question. Um, I will say I, I am more of a 2D painter, but, um, but I did silversmithing for a bit when I moved to Maine. So i say later nineties, we moved up to, with Phil and Priscilla, Priscilla, and um, we were, I was working at a jewelry store, Colleen, my wife and I both were, and they apprenticed me to do silversmithing. I actually went to haystack school for it. And um, that was an awesome experience too. So there is that. I still have a silver a, a jewelry bench set up at the barter compound up north. And um, I'm actually wearing one of Phil's pieces from the 80s here. It's Haley's Comet, but she wow. doesn't do much with the jewelry stuff. But you know, I'm, I'm going out if I'm wearing that thing right Absolutely. there. But yeah, that's a, it's a rare piece. But um, so there's the jewelry, but as far as sculptural stuff goes, I, I have never done big installation pieces or anything like that. Yeah. Not yet. Not yet. stuff with Phil, maybe I've helped him on some stuff and install it at post office or schools back in the day and that kind of thing. But yeah, not yet. Not yet. That's that's the beauty life, of art. Life
0: is hopefully long.
1: Mm-hmm. I'm a young yeah. artist here.
0: Yeah, exactly. So why painting?
1: I guess I just like to um, uh, adventure. I'm always out. We're out camping. Last weekend, we're up um, on Donnell Pond near Scudic Mountain, near MDI Bar Harbor. And what are you supposed to do? You, you know, you're looking at all this beauty. So I love to, at the time, draw it. Um, I always have my art bag. So there's watercolors or gouache in there for plein air painting or whatever. And, um, and then I just bring it back to the canvas or panels or whatever back at the studio. And um, I don't know, there's a certain feeling when you're done with a painting signing your name, like just feels good um, that you put this your own interpretation on what you saw out there on canvas.
0: So you brought with you today a couple of pieces and one of them is Phippsburg. Yes. Talk to me about that connection.
1: All right, yeah. Um, I've got some friends that I grew up with in New Hampshire that have this camp right on, um, it's called Barnacles. It's right in this little cove. And the cove, it's it's got that little golf course there. I'm just forgetting the cove's name there, but it has Burnt Burnt Coat Island is what you're looking at on their dock out there. So uh, we'll meet them there often and um, just sit on the dock all day long. It's, it's, a, it's a great little cove there. Um, you see a boils of fish. It's a real deep cove. So you see all kinds of stuff out there. It'll take the paddle boards out. And um, so this is a, a painting I brought. Um, I'm looking at over here, but uh, that is the sunrise on, on burnt coat with a little boat, the neighbor's boat, hanging out there.
0: So when, when I look at this, I'm really, I'm struck by kind of the, the, the brilliance of the yellow, mm. And I know this is, it's, it's a really inelegant way to describe art, <laughs> like it. but, but it's really striking it as, it, as, it comes, as it comes out in, into the blues of the, of the morning. Um, but it's also, there's a spareness about it that is interesting to me because I think a lot of people, when they look at a scene and they're like, oh, here's an entire cove full of all these things. And you're like, no, I'm just going to put this dock, this boat, this sunrise.
1: That's correct. <laughs> You did a good job. I
0: mean, I, I'm a pretty elementary <laughs> yeah, art no, describer that, here at this point. You took but, all the words
1: right of my mouth. But it's and,
0: very striking to me.
1: Thank you very much, um, I think. Um, and, yeah, so that is that is the style of art that I'm drawn to. That's, and Phil Barter had a bunch of books in his life. He's an extensive art library and library in general. But um, all the artists he seems to have books on were that early mid-century, or, um, like 20th century art that was putting away the pastel colors and really going the bold images and compositions and h- harsh colors and, and bold lines. I love that. Just kind of strip away, you know, work from reality, get get the framework there, um, but then just kind of strip it down like you were saying and, and um, maybe turn up the volume a little bit on the colors and, and uh, you know, it's not realistic, but it's you get the image and hopefully the artist's perspective and what how I want to see it, you know?
0: Well, and I think one of the reasons that I like it is is it's quiet, but it's also dramatic. And, and I do get exactly what you're talking about that, you know, you're really going to, you're going to push it just a little bit so that you can have that, that impact in yeah. that moment.
1: Yeah, I, I agree. And this one, I did a painting, this drawing is actually from several, maybe even a decade ago. And I did a, a smaller painting one, the same kind of um, uh, size, a really long, skinny one. And I came across this canvas and I'm like, this reminds me of the same, so I, I, I repainted it again, which I'll do sometimes, but change things up a little bit. Um, and I brought the dock back a little bit, and this on this painting in particular, I overworked the boat at first. It was just it had too many things on it, and and I I came back the next day. I'm like, ah, oh, like it was so it was so simple the first time. Like I like to see that point of inspiration um, that you can kind of trace it back to almost that first brushstroke, and I lost it on the boat. So I just smeared it out and just did it again. But in it, 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 so it could um be in relation to the rest of the painting. It was too specific. It was too detailed. So I like that vagueness. It lets the person, the viewer, um, kind of fill it in a little bit on their own too, you know?
0: So tell me about this, this other piece, which is hmm. actually quite different. It's, it's, it is. I agree. It's from a camping trip.
1: It is. Yep. And again, this goes back a couple years, but that same camping trip, I think I was just mentioning, um, on Donnell pond, which is just a gorgeous area, Maine. Um, if you hike up over this, you're surrounded by Scudic Mountain, Black Mountain. I don't want to give away all the details because it's a, you know, it's a gem. I don't want everything no, out But um, if you hike up over Scudic, you're looking right at MDI, all the mountains on the ocean. It's so unique, anyway. Um, how often you get mountains out in the middle of the ocean? Um, but the neighbor actually caught these fish that the in the palm we're in. There's obviously um, uh, you've have um, trout over here in the river coming in. And then it's deep enough that they have salmon there too. So he caught a landlocked salmon and a trout and brought them over and we just fried them up and did a painting as well.
0: The reason I like this and the reason I like art just generally is that you're telling this story and I'm looking at this and I'm thinking of my dad. And I'm thinking about the the times that I used to go fishing with my dad. That's right. And and that kind of, that in the moment experience. And I wonder how often you are sharing a piece of art that you created that you're coming at it from your perspective and somebody else comes along and says, well, let me tell you what I think this means.
1: That's, I love that about art, music, all that creative stuff that like, I've listened to a song all my life. And then it's almost weird to hear like the artist explain it. I'm like, that's not, you know, you, you interpret it your way and you apply it to your life. So. You know, like you just did with that painting. And that is good. That's, I agree with that, that you make it your own and you adopt it. And uh, that's totally beautiful. And, I, and I, I think that's a great thing to do with art.
0: And sometimes when I've talked to people who create art, they, they'll say, well, I, I purposefully am vague because I, I actually don't want to impose my story on you know this piece because I want other people to interpret it. Mm-hmm. that way. But I kind of like it both ways. Yeah. I like, well, unless unless I'm a little disappointed by the story, in which case I'm like, all right, well, thanks for telling me. I feel <laughs> yeah. bad now. But yeah. anyway, sure but, I, but, <laughs> <laughs> I usually don't take it that yeah. far, but okay. <laughs> yeah. So, but I do like the fact that, you know, it can be both. Mm-hmm. It can be both what you are bringing and then if there is a narrative to it, yeah. to what you're bringing, and then you're kind of being met by the person who's sharing that experience yeah. now with the art itself which I think is kind of the magic of it. Right.
1: Yeah. I agree that, um, I love it. You know, you, everybody can look at the same thing and just see it a different way. And, um, to some of my favorite artists, I just, I love seeing how they, you know, you can paint something kind of boring, like a loaf of bread, but if you do it with your own style, unique style, I could be like, whoa, I love that composition, how the backlight comes in, or you could paint a beautiful sunset and just a little bit drab or boring. I'll just pass by it. So it's, all just like perspective i love that perspective and storytelling and narrative that a painting gives but i do agree that um i like to i like to tell my story but i do like to leave a little bit there that somebody could adopt it as their own or see it a little differently perfect you know
0: tell me about your favorite artists and i'm I'm assuming you've had probably lots of different favorite artists at different times of your life yeah i mean
1: maine has a lot of great artists Um, i think the ones that influenced me again going back to the books i read out of phil's library were like that you know um uh you got dove and, um, he loves, um, Marsden Hartley and John Marin and, um, George O'Keefe and these people that were just bold colors and stuff like that. And I, um, yeah, I locked that stuff's all locked away up here and, and hopefully, you know, influencing and, and, uh, like, I was taught like Picasso said, you can "Rip, rip off an artist if you need to." You know, like you know, like if you look, oh, I love the way he did that sky. You know, you can adopt stuff and and make it your own and meld it in and stuff like that. So, those are a lot of the influences I had that that time period.
0: So, as you've continued to evolve as an artist, I mean, you, you've had you've had formal education, mm-hmm. and then you've can kind of continued to learn alongside the barters and you've brought in other artists that you've studied. You know, what types of what types of things are you drawing upon for inspiration now? Mm, Yeah.
1: Um, It's definitely um, Maine. I mean, uh, it's, uh, you live on the coast of Maine and I've been venturing inland towards my home state of New Hampshire too, um, to the mountains more because I'm always on the coast. The family's all on the coast, mid coast, Southern coast where we live in South Portland and up by MDI. And then we went to Campobello Island camping. That was pre COVID. So a couple of years ago and that whole rugged coast is just, amazing, like just so inspirational. So if you were to go on my webpage or Instagram, I'm sure that you'll find that Maine, New England, not that we don't travel. We did we a lot of traveling before our kids and now our, my daughter is 17, our daughter is 17. So we'll, we have more in our future. Um, but for now, just traveling around New England, is just so inspiring. And so I, I do like to work from that framework. And then, um, of, of landscapes and seascapes and, um, some, uh, you know, some still lifes and stuff. And I live in South Portland, so Portland buildings and the, and the Harbor right there, you got the fishing wharf and stuff is loaded.
0: So as you were describing your family to me, before we started talking on the air, you, you, you were very complimentary of them. And also they're not artists from my understanding. Well, um, I mean, I guess you said your brother. Yeah,
1: my brother. Yeah, my, yeah, my brother is uh, an active artist and he was always my inspiration from um, young, my formative years. Um, I think we won an art contest on the radio or something like that. I was like in kindergarten. That actually was pretty cool because my stuff got on TV and I was like, wow, that's awesome. And so I always follow your big brother, what he does. And so he, luckily he was into cool stuff like art. And um, so I kept up with it. High school, um, we had a really uniquely great Art department there with two awesome teachers um, that kept me motivated, and then marrying into the, an art family and that certainly doesn't hurt. Seeing how the inner workings, how you can make this thing actually your life, and it was so exciting. So that was a real moment. But um, I don't. My daughter, Honey, is seventeen, and she's actually an awesome artist and writer. So there's there's a lot of talent in the family.
0: All right, but were your parents artists? No, you know what?
1: My parents um, were not artists, um, but they were supportive. No matter what you chose, they had your back. So I did have that going for me that um, they 110% go for it, you know.
0: Yeah, and I think that that's, I mean, I, I I think about that a lot. Like, you know, my parents, for example, my dad's a doctor and I'm a doctor. Great. That worked out well. Right. Yeah. But then, you know, my mom and dad who regularly, hi, mom and dad, um, <laughs> regularly will watch this you know, podcast, which, um, or video cast, and they reflect back with me and they'll say, oh, well this week you talked with, I don't know, Jane Damon. And I, and I, you know, I learned this from that. And for either one of them, it really wasn't within their conceptualization of a life, but they're still like, okay, sure, go ahead jump in. And that means so much to have somebody, even if they don't understand what you're doing, um, provide the space for you to explore it.
1: Yeah. You got to have your, your team for sure. I agree, I agree with that 100%. And hopefully I can provide that for, for our daughter too.
0: Yeah. Now, just now, as a 17-year-old, she's probably thinking about, you know, kind of life beyond where she's been so far.
1: Yep. Does just she, starting, to just, just starting to open those eyes. Yeah. Just starting to open those eyes. Yeah. COVID kind of shut a lot of stuff down, I think, you know, but yeah,
0: but yeah. that's so true. But do you have a sense that, you know, will she pursue art? Will Ooh. she pursue writing? I, I mean, think
1: writing is her, her little passion. Mm-hmm. You know, buck the old art system a little bit, but she'll just pull out some watercolors. And I'm like, oh, I'm so amazed, you know, I'm jealous a little bit, but yeah. But she she was just up at a UMF, the College in Farmington, at, for a writer's workshop and things like that. So, her stuff's exciting.
0: So, what what is that going to mean to you and Colleen? I mean, I because I, I have a child that just finished college Mm. and she was the last of the six children that have, you know, are in our household between the two of us. Yeah. yeah, That final (laughs) tuition payment was quite exciting to um, send off. Um, But it is, it really, it does, you know, change your life in a pretty significant way. Mm. You know, it changes the way that you interact with the kids. It changes the right way you interact with the significant person in your life. Um, And for me, it is just um, changed the way that I kind of, Exist creatively. Mm. So, do you have a sense for what that might look like for you?
1: Mm. Let's we'll get back together in five years. And okay. I'll have All a right. Because you're not there yet. Yeah, yeah, we're not there yet. We, she's just going into senior year, and um, you know, we're super excited. I mean, she's just another adult in our house now. She's not like the little kid you have to keep bossing around. So, but it'll be interesting. I'm actually very excited. We both are to see where this goes. Um, like any parent, but. Uh, but we'll, we'll be there, yeah. I promise, okay. to support. So you're <laughs> right. So
0: I guess that's true. Yeah, no, I, no thinking, peeling back the, the years here, I'm thinking about that final year of high school, and that actually was a big time. I wasn't yeah. necessarily thinking about... <clears throat> The other side, I was at that time like, oh my gosh, this is the last one of all of the things that we are going to do. And so I think every moment of that year was a, okay, let's take a picture. Okay, okay, first day, of last day of school. Okay. Of course, my daughter wouldn't let me take a picture. Yeah, we're in the same boat. Yeah, right. right. Well, I feel better now (laughs) because (laughs) (laughs) that's right. right. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Either way, I guess (laughs) we're good. It doesn't really matter at this point, anyway. We still love our daughters, whether you let us take a picture of them or not. But anyway, a group um, shot four of us. That's (laughs) true. <laughs> That's right. So I, I think you know, for me though, that last year of high school was was sort of a leave-taking, and it mm. was sort of a really significant sense that what I had, you know, I had to encapsulate it some year mm. somehow because it was never going to exist that way again.
1: Yeah, and life I, moves on, right? Yeah,
0: and it, and it it just you know, I don't think I'd ever had that that large sense of how big this thing was that mm. was now in my rearview mirror Yeah, and I don't want to scare you no but- I, you did uh- <laughs> okay I'm sorry I'm sorry yeah no
1: it's all exciting right now you know she's got her sk- schedule and she's pumped on her senior year coming up so we're just going with that one for now but there is I'm sure that whole emptiness syndrome or you know you have the house to yourself and stuff but but I think I think we're going to be alright okay. I'm, I'm excited for the, the next page to turn and in our lives in her life and
0: well, I guess that's exactly what I was trying to get to yeah. was really like, and I guess you can't answer that. So you have to come back next year. Yeah, seriously. We'll I'm, have a conversation every year. You, <laughs> 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 yes, we could definitely do that. I'll hold you to it. That's right. Um, I, I guess that's what I was really um, trying to get to because, you know, I've spoken with other people. I, I spoke with artist Laura Mrazik about kind of the stages of creativity in one's yeah. life related to where one is as a parent, for example. Because so much of what we do when we kind of usher humans along with us in the world yeah. you know I mean, we call them raising our children but i'm not really sure that that's entirely yeah. tr- true i think it's we're a co- big kids ourselves exactly you know? <laughs> we're, we're kind of coexisting and we're trying to mostly get stay out of trouble Remains. i think as we go yeah, mm-hmm. like <laughs> right exactly um i do think there is a lot of creativity that kind of goes into that co-generation of a life yeah and so then when you take a step back and you're like okay here i am different phase where does my creativity go now mm. and how does that manifest and for me it's been really interesting and surprising but maybe for you there have been other things that have shifted kind of the hmm. way that creativity has flowed in your yeah, life i hear what
1: you're saying and I, I do think that as an artist or anything you do that it, focus on art um that evol- evolution and, and changing is good you know maybe you're maybe switch back to something, but trying new things for sure is, is a must. You know, you look at artist um, Modrian, like his stuff, he's a Dutch painter, painted, um, you know, fields and windmills. But then by the end he's painting this like primary colors of black lines and, you know, Broadway boogie there and stuff, just like, it's like, wow, how did that happen? And, um, so, am I'm not gonna change that much. I'm sure maybe, but, um, but I'm, as an artist I'm looking forward to like keep pushing it and you know getting your own voice and stuff like that I learned under the wing of Philip Barter so I'm heavily influenced in a good way I have all this little you know I wrote down a little secrets as he's talking you know how to mix my cerulean blues my raw umbers to make a cool whatever it is you know and I'm like I got all those notes and I got this information but you know just finding as an artist your own voice out there and I think it's I'm, I'm again excited about the future
0: yeah well, and, you know, I was mentioning Jane Damon before, and even in the short amount of time I've known her, mm-hmm. I mean, her her work has just changed dramatically yeah, in, awesome. in such interesting ways. Yes. You know, the color and the way she does trees and, you know, the way she introduces rivers into her pieces. And, I, and, I, and you're absolutely right. You, you look at it and you're like, oh, wow, I never would have thought of doing it that way. That's so interesting. Yeah.
1: Good to have a bunch of artists out there doing it and I love I saw one of the birch trees and and it's just so big you know basic it's a nice big painting but just like it's awesome just perfect don't do anything else to it you know like she left it alone at that right moment that's the thing I sometimes I'll get to like just poking at a painting I'm like oh I should have stopped an hour ago you know like there's a point where it's like you're not making it better you know maybe just put it away for a little bit work on something else you know but a lot of her stuff you can just maybe I would have poked at it a little more but I'm like I love that she left it alone that's a that's another thing hard to do for an artist sometimes to like you hit. Some paintings take a long time and some paintings just take one setting, but just know when to stop. And I think she knows she's a good person knows when to stop.
0: Yeah, I, I do. I have heard that more than once, that 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 to know when something is finished is actually really tricky. Yeah. Which I guess is true. Right. If you get to the end of a, I don't know, if you're writing a report you're like on page 10 the end all yeah, done right right, right. Like, yeah <laughs> and, that, and that is all but yeah. you know but if you're doing art it's it's like well maybe that over there could be a little bit more orange yeah. or I, I can add a brushstroke there or, and, right
1: and half time I'm just making it a little bit muddier I'm like oh, so again I, I was um I, I might do a couple paintings at the same time I've had you know like but you know what especially if it's watercolors or if I'm out doing stuff I'll have like 10 going and um I was keep like, all right, let that dry and move another one. And then by the end, maybe I have two that I like the rest hit the campfire. But, um, but you know, he's got to got to you know, I was definitely taught by the barters. Don't be afraid, like go for it. What's the worst that can happen. You mess it up. Oh, well, you just, you know, learn from that. Don't do that again. Or maybe like this whole thing's messed up But where this color I've touched that color. Look at that amazing new tertiary color you just made. And you, all right, just right, you know, learn from that one. But, um, but fear is definitely the enemy, you know, uh, as far as art goes. So you're bound to make a bunch of messes, but then if you can get a few awesome ones out of it, you know, that's, that's learning.
0: And would you say that a lot of artists are working on multiple pieces all at the same time? The
1: ones I know, actually, um, I think that is true. Um, I know some that are amazing artists and I respect them, um, all the way, but, uh, but they're definitely focused on one painting and it, it might take months or maybe even a year to paint I've heard. Uh, whereas the the people I tend to associate with an artist are a little bit more, you know, wild with a brush and, um, and are doing multiple paintings at one time. I, I remember reading about Paul clay. He always had a bunch going. And if you look at from that year, I can almost see the same colors in those paintings. And it's probably because he had them all splayed out and was just walking around the room, um, painting multiple paintings at the same time. So I think it's, I think it's a good, it's a good. It works for me anyway.
0: Well, I'm wondering, you, you you've recently become affiliated with the Portland art gallery. Mm-hmm. So that is a, that's kind of a new experience yeah, very, for very you. Excited, very yeah. So I'm, I'm, I'm interested to hear kind of what, where did you come to the place where you're like, I think this is a good idea now yeah. in my life. All right. That's
1: a good question. Um, uh, I'm a bit of a, I mean, I don't know, bad self promoter. I, um, I've, I've shown at galleries for years. I've been, I like to think an artist all my life. It's kind of funny to say that, but, um, Definitely for twenty five years I've been like really focusing on painting and building my my skills. And I've I've been with a, a gallery up in MDI for a number of years. I've shown at other galleries in, around Maine. Uh I've done pop-up show or shows with Matt and Phil sometimes. But um I've always been a little bit hesitant. Like I'm not sure why it's personality or if I'm like, do I feel like I'm ready to like step out of the shadows? And again, I'll I'll bring my daughter into this one again. We were walking around town. The day i came to portland art gallery and submitted to be with you guys um, she had to do a, a, a read a poem at, on stage and she was super nervous about it and i'm like all right you know what I'll, I'll go face my fears and i'll walk into portland art gallery because i knew i was going be doing this right here and I'll, I'll i'll do it if you do that so so anyway i wanted to be with portland Art gallery anyway it's you know my favorite gallery in town i think it's a great space so i just needed that push to step it up and i'm I think, I think I'm totally ready now, whereas maybe five years ago, maybe my art was ready, um, but I wasn't ready or something. So I, I feel like it's taken a wa- long time to feel confident enough to, you know, present myself.
0: So why? Yeah,
1: <laughs> uh, it's gotta be a personality thing, but I do, I, I am glad I did, you know, like at, you know, mid forties, late forties, like it's now or never, you know, what are you gonna do? Just always paint in your studio and tuck it away on your shelf, so. Um, I guess maybe with art and music and writing and anything creative like that, you're kind of putting yourself out there. So there's always gonna be a critic. I don't know if I mind critics. I don't know if it's that. Um as much as just just making that step. Like, yeah, I have seen it happen, I've seen other people do it. Why aren't I doing it? So it's it's a new time. I'm
0: doing it. <laughs> well, I mean, I, I honestly ask this not because I'm questioning hmm. the fact of it. I mean I, I I've written multiple novels. Have I published any of them? Absolutely not. They are <laughs> sitting somewhere and I, they have not seen the light of day. Right. I'm going to interview right? you next time. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. So I know my own why, but I, I'm kind of fascinated to hear, you know, the whys of others. Yeah, like, yeah. Why now? Why not? What's the, what's the fear? The and is it the, like the light of day thing? Is it that somebody might, you said it's not that you fear of criticism. Yeah. All.
1: I don't think I mind getting, I, I like, I like a critique. Like, my wife's not afraid to critique just like Priscilla's not afraid to critique Phil. And, um, and so I think they could be very useful. And I, I at least listen 30%. Um, and, and, um, sometimes I don't change something. So I'm not afraid of a critique. So, or, or a critiquer. Um, so I think it's maybe my own self critique. I'm going to, I'm going to go with that. Like, do I have the body of work to really like get this thing up off the ground? Do I have whatever it is? And I'm like, yeah, I do. What am What am I waiting for? It's just like I don't think it's not laziness because I'm I'm always hard at work. So it's just a, something up here that I've you know talking to friends my age too in whatever profession they're in. I can see them all making that change over. Like you know, not, you know, I'm in charge now. I'm I'm in, this is I'm, this is my new business or whatever. So I'm like you know it's time to step it up.
0: Okay, as an artist, you know. So maybe it's like somehow a different level of commitment.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, hope I didn't come off cocky or something like that no it's just like it's a commitment thing so it's, it's like believing in myself or something like that and committing to something yeah and uh, I'm super excited to be in the Portland Art Gallery that's got some of the best artists from Maine and around that I um, can't believe I'll be sharing wall space with so it's gonna be it's gonna be a great great year coming up and
0: well, pretty Years soon we won't need any other artists except for people who have an association with the Barter Family.
1: Yeah, right. We yeah. Just, <laughs> just we'll just keep over, expanding just, uh, yeah. and expanding <laughs> and, and expanding. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
0: Um, so, when you talk about, um, you talk about sort of trying to uh, achieve a certain feeling in your in your composition. Is there an overriding feeling that that is, or is it every situation is slightly different? Mm.
1: I I probably just personality. I probably do inject my own personality into a scene, but I do try to let the scene talk, you know, whatever it is, if it's a seascape or landscape or still life. But um, there's a lot of sketching going on just for composition. I think I love composition. Um, So... Um, like I learned that every good painting comes from a good sketch. So I don't just, you know, I I, I definitely have a notebook full of sketches. It, there might be 10 sketches for a drawing because um, like the one I did this week, finished yesterday, just my flowers out in front of my house. But it had part of my porch in there, my mailbox. And partway through, I'm just like, no, I got to get rid of that. that. It was just distracting. Just changed it a little bit. So it's, I'm not afraid to change something mid-painting, of course, let it talk a little bit, but for the most part, I got, I have the idea kind of nailed down on a sketch and maybe some little like workups on a, some quick painting on a panel or something first or watercolor, but, but then it's off to the, off to the canvas or panel and, and um, try to make it, yeah, you know, I like it when I can tell a painting who the artist is before I look at the signature. And I feel like a lot of good artists, you just, oh, you know that, you know who it is, you know, so I, I'd like to get to that point where like people just know it's an Emerson, you know, and, and by the feel of it or something like that, you know?
0: So that's the feeling you're talking about. It's just this, the sense that it is an Emerson, Yeah. for example. I like that. That's really interesting. But <laughs> I mean, it's interesting to talk to you because I, I I think you're absolutely right. It takes some sort of level of confidence to put your, to kind of commit to something like joining a new gallery, yeah. for example. So it takes that level of confidence and, and there's always that push-pull though, right? Mm-hmm. There's always that internal like, okay, here I am, but wait, yeah, here I am at the end of the dock. I don't want right. to jump. Do off. I have everything? All my ducks in a row, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Do I, like,
1: you know, so if, yeah, Portland Art Gallery has been awesome for the whole getting on board pr- process. They're they great people, Kevin and Emma, and all the gang there. So it's, it's been a great couple, I guess, a month now that I've been kind of working with them.
0: Well, and that's and I think that that's really important that on the other side you have people who are like, okay, jump, we're good, yeah. we're here, yeah, yeah, we right? got you. That's great, so true. Yeah, thank you, and and also. You know, I think it's comforting to talk to people um, to talk to artists and mm. say and have them say, "Of course, of course, I feel, you know, some level of trepidation. Shaken, yeah. of course, this is going to require I, I have to get to this place. Mm. And I think you you bring up a great point that sometimes, um, our children, actually, mm. you know, that you have a 17-year-old. Yeah, and they're looking at you. Exactly. Yeah. And you're like, okay, I guess I better go now, yeah. right? Yeah.
1: I still feel 17. Yeah, right. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm an adult. I got to yeah. do this. Yeah, no.
0: Hey, I, and actually, isn't that also true, right? Like when I was growing up, I was looking at my parents. I'm like, well, they know everything. At right. some point, I'm going to get to that place and I will know everything too. Right. <laughs> and I got to the place that I was like, oh, okay, when does this happen? Yeah. When do I, I actually know everything? <laughs> right. But I think it's great to actually, you know, because I think artists in particular, you know, they are physically here is something in the world that represents mm. something that's really important to me. Yeah, And I think that's such a manifestation of kind of whatever it is, yeah. confidence, some level of overcoming fear or something yeah. like that. I think it's important for us all to be reminded that that's, that's what this is ultimately for many people. Yeah.
1: That's, that's a good point that it is a little piece of you out there that can be be loved or picked on or whatever, whatever somebody wants to do. But, um, but yeah, the, I I agree that that putting a painting or any piece of art form out there is is putting you putting you out there, and it's it's rewarding at the end of the day. And I wouldn't have it any other way.
0: Well, that is great to hear. Mm-hmm. Well, it's really been a pleasure to talk with you yeah, today. You too, Lisa. And um, I hope that we will get a chance to see you at some of the upcoming Portland art gallery openings. I'll be there. Good. Very good. Um, For those of you who have been watching or listening, I've been speaking with artist Brian Emerson, who creates wonderful works you're really going to enjoy. So I encourage you to go to the Portland Art Gallery and see them in person. Maybe come to one of the openings and you can meet not only Brian, but also all the other artists he's mentioned, including his people who are related to him now by marriage, the barters, um, Philip and Matt. And, um, you're a delightful individual. So just meeting hey, Brian Emerson right. in person will be, I think, highly <laughs> worthwhile. So thank you for coming in and talking with me this today.
1: Great. I love it. the studio is awesome. Your property is amazing. So I'm gonna definitely wander around the island a little bit while I'm here.
0: Okay. So if anybody sees him out there wandering around, don't yeah. be scared. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's not intimidating <laughs> in any way whatsoever. I'm Dr. Lisa Belisle, and you have been listening to or watching Radio Maine. Thank you for joining us. And thank you, Brian. Yes, you bet.